Could you turn to him 50, please? Five zero. We will stand on this, and then afterwards, Alex, will you bring the invocation? And if you want to step up here to the microphone, that'd be great. Hymn 50, please. and loving Heavenly Father. With joy we come before thy throne of grace again this morning for this opportunity to gather together for worship. We invite thy spirit to be with us now and abide in each of us. And please be with our brother Ken as he brings the words you've laid upon his heart this morning. Father, we thank you and glorify your name in Jesus' name. Amen. one announcement and that next week we will have a Father's Day dinner that we weren't allowed to have earlier this year and Josh Turner was supposed to be here but he's not going to be able to be a, a bee so we're going to put it all on Steve Van Meter. Uh, we need to bring toppings for baked potatoes so for next week. And Joyce, were you handling the desserts? Okay, so topping, uh, toppings for baked potatoes. And then I think we've got everything else covered. And once again, Jimmy and Robert Job were doing an excellent job on the meat items. When a person is to preside, it's a lot more than just choosing what songs or who's going to bring the invocation. But it 
presiding is to assure that what is preached is correct according to Scripture. There's no need to concern ourselves with, is it true what Kenny brings today? Because Kenny accepts, Kenny will speak only what is true, and as he said one time, there can be no compromise. So if we would, let's turn to hymn 401. And at this moment, though, I'd like for Kenny to come up and do his scripture reading, then we'll sing 401. Well, let me be, this is I'd like to say, though. This is out of Jeremiah. And when we watch the news, do you get upset? Others, especially when you start seeing the finger pointing and the accusations and the uh, bald-faced lies that are just so prevalent. This is from Jeremiah. Everyone dealeth falsely, saying peace, peace, when there is no peace. Thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see, and ask for the old paths, where is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they say, we will not walk therein. And also I have set watchmen over you, saying, hearken to the sound of the trumpet. But they say, we will not hearken. Therefore hear, ye nations, and know, O congregations, what is among you. Evil upon this people, even the fruit of their thoughts, because they have not hearkened unto my words, nor to my law, but rejected it. Our opening scripture comes from uh, Psalms, the 23rd Psalm. And I want you to think about the closeness of David to his heavenly father. He wasn't afar off. He was right there with him with a good understanding of where he would end up and the support that he would have during his life. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. That's going to have a lot to do, that statement right there with my uh, subject today, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy, thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. 
Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I'm sure each one of you have it at times during the week gone to your mailbox and check it and it's full of what we would consider junk mail. Sometimes it's full, sometimes only a few pieces, but it seems like it's all junk. There's not a lot of things in it that would change your life or to even benefit your life even short-term. Isn't that completely different, though, than what's in here? Junk versus the truth, the Word of God. Trash versus the truth. If you had to pick out one brief passage of Scripture that you wanted to try to present it to somebody to change their life, you could go to many parts of the scriptures, all through the scriptures. But I don't know of anything better than Matthew 11, 28 through 30. It's very simple, 
But Jesus spoke in the terms that the people of his time would understand. But it's, it's simple words, but it's so, there's so much meaning in it, and it's so d- deep if you consider that it was a message from Jesus Christ. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now that one passage of scriptures would solve all of the problems that the world faces and has faced throughout history. It would end all wars and it would end all strife and it would sure be the, provide the answers to anybody that has turned away from our Heavenly Father and trying to make life on their own, follow their own path. Jesus wasn't just speaking to those people of his time, but speaking to us too through the pages of the Bible. He starts out with an invitation, come unto me. Now, come is an invitation. Go, like go ye into all the world, is a command. But he invites all people to come unto him. Jesus said, take my yoke. Now, he, he knew there were many different types of yoke. The yoke of alcohol heavy debt, lust, bad relationships. But he calls us to remove all of those other yokes that burden us and take upon ourselves his yoke. He also says, learn of me, learn of my ways. His ways are gentle and lowly or humble. He wants us to pattern our lives after the life that he lived. Now everybody has some kinds of worldly burdens, things we might wake up worrying about before we even rise for the day. During the day, we might have worries. It might even carry those worries throughout the day to when we're ready for bed that night. He wants to give up, us to give up those worries and put them on him. Might think, well, I, I just worry about something just a, a little. It's just kind of a small burden. But even if you took, say, a two-pound dumbbell and carried around. For the first hour, it's bearable, maybe the second hour. But that third hour and beyond that, it's going to be, it's going to feel heavy. So it's not the actual weight of the burden, 
It's the time that we carry things around with us. We need to let them go and turn them over to Jesus. Now, Jesus used simple terms in his parables and teachings. Everybody at the time, in the time there that Jesus was alive, knew what a yoke was. It's a cross piece that is stiff with a couple of loops on it that those loops were to put the animal's head through and it would mainly pull carts, wagons, pull a plow, but it did some form of work. It pulled some weight, some object, and it was used to keep animals together. And many times, one animal would be the dominant animal, and it would, maybe the, the older, bigger animal, it would help the smaller animal do the work. It would bear the majority of the burden. But having the smaller one there gave both of them more energy, and they could do more work. They were more productive. <clears throat> Jesus said, my yoke is gentle. It's easy. Now, the religious leaders of the time, they were very strict and harsh. So the, the people could relate to his yoke is easy. He said, yoke yourself with me. And that means that's a spiritual yoke he was talking about. But they knew what it meant. <clears throat> that means he was calling people to have a good relationship with him, to walk with him, to yield your will to mine, to Jesus's. And he said, I will carry the, the main part of the load, but I want your help, and I will support you in everything that I want you to do. Most people today are burdened by something. What are we burdened by? What keeps us from following more closely, walking side by side in Jesus' yoke? Is it some dissatisfaction in our life, something that's happened to us, or we didn't do as well in some event that we think we should have? But Jesus' yoke will set us free. My yoke is gentle, and let me direct your path through life. I'll help you bear the, the burdens of heartache, sickness, Losing a loved one, all kinds of troubles, and any trial that you would go through, he would, he would be there for us. He knows that there's going to be obstacles in life, but he wants us to trust him and to be yoked together with him. Come to me, all ye 
who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He knows that people, not just then, but throughout time, would at times be not just physical, physically tired of work, but spiritually tired. But he will always be there providing strength because he's in the yoke right next to us. Jesus' yoke can change a person permanently. <clears throat> His yoke, the example he gave with the yoke, means we don't have to endure hardships or trials alone. We've got our advocate there, our Lord and our Savior. He's right there with us, sharing the load. Now, he, he never said there wouldn't be troubles if you follow him. In fact, he said there would be. You have to expect it. And you might think, well, Jesus, my walk through life hasn't always been easy, and I've always tried to be with you. Well, walking with him is, makes life so much easier because we know where our strength comes from, and we know that he'll be right there with us every step of the way if we're yoked together spiritually with Jesus. He'll guide us through any trial, anything that we might go through, he's there with us. It all comes down to trust. Do we trust what he says? And that's where learning about him, he says, learn of me. What did he say that he would do for us if we have a relationship with him like we should? He'll provide our needs. He'll bear, help bear our burdens and make them lighter. And he'll give direction through the Holy Spirit. Where we get into trouble is when we try to veer off the path and say, Jesus, I, I need some alone time. I'm going to slip out of this yoke just for a while. I'll be back, but I'm going to go on my own way. That's when we get in trouble. That's when we sin. When we try to separate ourselves from Jesus. When we separate ourselves from Jesus, it leads to misery and anger and even wasted lives. In Scripture, he says, My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. We don't have to worry. So we're in a situation that we don't want to be, but we know that Jesus is right there yoked next, next to us and he'll provide the extra strength to pull us through out of the situation that we have found ourselves in. But who does the come to me refer to? Who is he in inviting? It's everybody. It's the, the poor, the wealthy, the famous, the peasant. If our families operated the way they are that 
God designed them, it would be a, a many kingdom of God. If the mother, father, and children are doing what they're supposed to be doing and yoked to Jesus, then our families will be an example of what the kingdom of God is and will be. But it's when either one of those parties don't fulfill their duties and slack up and say, I want to go my own way. That's when there's has created problems in families. The world is in the shape it's in today because people don't want to be yoked with Jesus. They don't want to accept what he says. They don't want they don't believe who he said he was or is. They don't see a need in their life to repent. They're satisfied with their lives. How many times have we heard people say, well, I'll, I'll start going to church when I get my life in order? Well, that's just saying, I'm satisfied with my life. I don't want to change anything. <clears throat> I can control everything in my life. I know the best path for me, and it doesn't involve Jesus. In effect, they're refusing to submit their will to him. They're refusing to come unto me, <clears throat> but rather follow their own path. Now, being yoked with Jesus not only has earthly rewards, but heavenly rewards. And the last, the last line of the scripture I read or the opening scripture tells that. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We have, uh, Kay and I have a, a friend, that a uh, neighbor, that when things can be going great, it's like her life falls apart. Complaining about anything, manufacturing problems that don't exist, and she is a Christian. And there are some people that can be going through the worst time of their life, and they say, Jesus will get me through this. Kay's dad has a friend who lives in uh, Dallas, and he really impressed Bill, her dad, in his attitude towards his physical problems. He might be going through some really horrendous physical problems and illness and disease, but his line is, God is so good to me. Now that is a, a testimony to Bill and to us too. We'll be able to withstand the storms of life if we are yoked to Jesus because he's right there giving us strength and endurance and encouragement and providing the, every need 
to accomplish the task that he would require to accomplish. His yoke is easy to wear, his burden is light, and he offers rest to our souls. The choice is ours to make. Will we continue in the, with the sins of the world, or will we, will we choose to wear the yoke of Jesus? <clears throat> Thank you, Kenny. I get in trouble for not saying where the scripture was sometimes, so Vana, that was Jeremiah chapter six, right about in the middle. And Jonathan, just love hearing your little boy. He sounds so sweet. He's brought a lot of smiles back there. And, okay, you'll just have to brighten that heart of that neighbor of yours. She is. She is? Thank you. Hymn 494, please. We will stand on this. And, and then, C.H., uh, will you bring us our benediction?
Father, as we come to be this morning and close in this service. Thankful for those words that we've heard in our class this day and the words that Brother Ken brought to us this morning. Pray that uh, we will take these things very seriously and that we will strive hard to live the life that you would desire us to live. So we just ask your divine benediction upon this service this day and be with us to lead God and direct our lives.